Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom time, financial, location, health freedom. In that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs on the cutting edge, shaping the world. So today we have Kenneth Burks, and he's the founder and CEO of Car Kenny, which is a revolutionary mobility solutions provider designed to reduce vehicle theft and accident, expand access to environmentally friendly mobility options, and get cars off the road, which I really resonate with. So with that, we're going to talk all about business, entrepreneur, the emerging landscape of vehicles. And with that, Kenny, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you and your audience. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have a really interesting, cause, um, you, you're, you're basically combining so many different things into a platform. You're doing, uh, data AI, you know, changing the way the car industry is working. So tell us more about yourself and how you got started. Absolutely. Yeah. So a little bit about myself, uh, although I'm really ingrained into the mobility and vehicle space now, it wasn't all, always this way. Uh, I actually got my first vehicle when I landed a job in the mobility field. So before that, I didn't know what a vehicle was, a tire was, you know, mobility, connectivity, et cetera. Uh, so it's kind of, you know, full circle to see where I am today. But just to step back in terms of, you know, my background, I'm originally from the East Coast, North New Jersey, uh, born and raised there. I'm an East Coaster, you know, through and through. Um, you know, went to undergrad back on the East Coast, got an applied mathematics degree. And during that time, I was looking for an internship, um, you know, math guy, math background. I'm just, you know, throwing darts at the wall for an internship. And this company called Bridgestone got back to me and they, you know, sold tires, um, had automotive stores and things of that nature. So it didn't really, you know, fully correlate how mathematics, you know, you know, tends itself with, with automotive. But, you know, I, I, I went through with that. I went with the internship and it really got me into the mobility field. And that really got me where I am today, you know, using my mathematics background my problem solving approach uh, and then a, kind of branching that to the mobility field really, you know, got us to where we are today of me looking at mobility through the lens of a problem solver, you know, a, a user, how can I help, you know, the mobility infrastructure, albeit safety, convenience, traffic, uh, you name it. And that's really, you know, a little bit about my, my background, why I'm really so passionate about the mobility field. Yeah, really interesting. And, um, you know, we'll go into it. Um, so first, one, we'll talk about um, the future of mobility. And uh, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, 
it really varies depends on the lens you're looking at i'll i'll look in two lenses and the two lenses i'm building in i would say first vehicle connectivity and how that lends itself to safety through telematics. Um, the way I like to explain it is, you know, 20 years ago, you were actually rolling around a gasoline powered vehicle, you know, Dow knobs, maybe you had a CD player in there, but you were pretty much, you know, only connected to the, the vehicle you were in it while you were driving it. Outside of that, you really had no connection to it. If the vehicle was, you know, stolen, you had no idea about it. Maybe the car alarm went off, but you had no physical way to track the vehicle. Um, the vehicle was speeding. And let's say, you know, your, your child was driving, you had no indicator that your child was speeding. Um, so the future mobility, as I see it through connectivity, is going to be an ecosystem where a lot of data is at your fingertips. And you as a user, you as a business owner, you as a consumer, really have the opportunity to use that data as you wish. So again, if you're a worried parent and your concern is, hey, you know, is my child actually going to this party she said she was going to? Let me check her vehicle location. Or is she actually, you know, adhering by the speed limits? That lens, the future mobility will be a lot better for you, opposed to you being up at night worried, you don't have that data at your fingertips. Another use case with that same you know, vehicle connectivity could be you're a business owner, a fleet owner. You have, let's say, 25, 30 vehicles. And let's say you're in the you know landscaping business. You got 30 vehicles out there working for you daily, with, obviously with your, your, your employees there as well. But you want to just make sure your vehicles are, the employees are following, you know, protocols, as well as they are safe out there. There is no accidents, you know, things that the vehicle is not stolen. And how can vehicle connectivity and data be important to you as a vehicle owner or a fleet owner um, to as your vehicles are out being monetized? And in the past, those things were possible, but you had to buy plug-in devices. You had to uh, hotwire the vehicle, put things on a battery, just too many, too many uh, opportunities for things to go wrong. And a future mobility in that sense is the vehicle is a computer. So you have access to a lot of those data points that the vehicle is spitting off at your fingertips, you know, through your phone, through your computer, right? You know, right there when you need it. Um, so on one lens, I see the future of mobility very connected. A lot of data flowing back and forth between the OEM, third-party consumers, as well as the consumers itself. And then on the other end, really quickly, uh, the future of mobility, as I see it, at a greater scheme, is accessibility. Um, imagine you're traveling to San Francisco or New York City. Uh, depending on what you want to do that day, maybe you want to go see the Statue of Liberty or you want to see the Golden Gate Bridge. If you're out in San Francisco, there's probably, you know, 15, 20 things that's on your itinerary. And one mode of transportation doesn't really suffice that. You know, maybe it's the train to somewhere and then the bike back or you're riding a scooter with your wife and your kids and you're catching an Uber back. Or you maybe want to take a rental car today because you guys want to go camping or hiking for the day. And how do you really access that? as simple as possible through one platform, through one payment versus 12 apps you need today. So the future of mobility, as I see it, is one ecosystem that allows you really to get around. Very simple, you know, one platform, one app to book, plan, and pay for your mobility trips. And that really lends itself to us moving towards a shared ecosystem. And that's really how you get vehicles off the road. If you really optimize the vehicles that are on the road and the vehicles that are in our ecosystem, um, that's how we, we see the, the opportunity to get vehicles off the road and help, you know, solve some of the greenhouse emissions, you know, issues we have because of, you know, a lot of the vehicles we have. Yeah. And talk about um, especially infrastructure, because like um, not only like um, vehicles, but like air, like um, if you, you know, going to the airport, for example, and just like you have to, you know, it's so I mean, it's a traumatic experience. So. Talk about um, modernizing mobility infrastructure. 
Absolutely. Uh, and I think that lends itself one to connectivity, because when you know where the pieces are, you, you can actually, you know, plan ahead and, and move a little more efficiently. So the example could be if I know I have a nine o'clock flight today and I caught the train, I know the train comes at 6 a.m. I can really plan my day ahead. Uh, and yeah, there may be some wiggle room there because nobody is perfect. I'm sure that train may be a few minutes late, a few minutes early. So definitely plan, you know, being able to have some wiggle room in there. But I think the future of the mobility infrastructure is a connected one where all the asses are talking to each other. So the bus has connectivity data, the train has connectivity data, the Uber has connectivity data, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you can really dial in exactly how you need to plan your trip to really optimize your, your, your travels. And just to take it a step further, although it's outside the mobility field, it also could you know, be bought into this platform. Whereas you can see how long it takes for TSA line to be there because that technology is out there. So you can say, hey, I can plan my trip. TSA is taking 37 minutes right now. Let's plan at 37 minutes into our travels versus, you know, kind of being in a blind. So I think that's the future of the, you know, the mobility infrastructure as a whole is really connected and, you know, assets and, and data talking to each other. So that us as consumers have that data at our fingertips to make the best decision that, you know, we can at that time. Yeah, especially the transportation, especially the the roads and cars, you know, crazy drivers. Um, it would be interesting if you had like autonomous vehicles and then um, like they're all connected through the Internet. So they know like to avoid it. And so basically eliminate um, traffic accidents. So tell us about vehicle safety and security. Absolutely. I mean, you, you hit on an interesting point, and that's a little deeper, uh, deeper conversation. I, I love to have, but typically I'm not going that deep into the grades <laughs> when I'm talking about vehicle security. Typically, I'm talking about just kind of base level vehicle security because I'm from uh, Newark, New Jersey, and it was unfortunately crowned, you know, stolen car capital of the United States, you know, back in the 90s. So I'm very accustomed to, you know, seeing stolen cars, knowing family members whose cars were stolen. So even at the baseline level, vehicle connectivity could be a deterrent to thieves out there knowing that, hey, this vehicle is tracking me. It maybe has a low jack in it that maybe shut off and, you know, cops find me. But also you as a consumer knowing that, hey, my vehicle was stolen, but there's a little peace of mind knowing that the vehicle is parked two blocks over and I can go retrieve it or, you know, tell the police officer that is there. And also just like, as I mentioned before, you know, just vehicle security of your loved ones, um, people who are monetizing your vehicles. So on that end, uh, you know, connectivity is definitely going to lend itself to security and it's, it's happened already. If you own a, a Tesla, they have a, a very, you know, a very extensive security system in Sentry mode, and it's one of the one of the better systems out there. It was actually something that I, when I was planning, you know, car candy back in 2017, I was saying that I would love to eat, meet with Elon Musk to, to to build that out, and he went out ahead and did it. So it let me know I was leads on the right path. Um, but to your other point, really quickly, and it's a very interesting one because um, we I, I hear that a lot of talks about you know autonomous vehicles and are they safer? or you know, less safer than your typical driver. And studies say they're definitely safer than your, your, your typical driver based on the number of accidents. But the, the point you made of, in a future of you know connected, I can see a case where an autonomous vehicle is driving on the road with a crazy driver. Yeah, that, that, that cause, that's a cause of concern there because you, know, you got an autonomous computer there trying to think what the driver is gonna do and vice versa. But if everybody's autonomous and all the data pieces are connected and they're talking to each other, yes, we know the sensors won't get five feet within each other. This vehicle is going 35 miles an hour, so I'll go 29. You know, so that that's the, the future that I'm very excited for because, you know, as we build to there, yes, be a lot of building blocks and a lot of convincing. But I think once we get to that real connected ecosystem that all these pieces are talking to each other, I think that's when we'll really see the data you know, come to life that these vehicles are, you know, 
90% safe or whatever the, whatever that study say. I think once we get to that point where everything is connected, even like the traffic lights and the parking and everything, uh, it'll be a lot safer. And that's what I'm looking forward to for sure. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, you know, basically, you know, the gen, gen alpha and then the generation, the younger generation um, may not even need driver's license because all they need is a smartphone and they can call a Uber or whatever. And it's like, you know, well, you know, something really affordable. And then you, you know, you get rid of like buses and there's, you know, this noise and sound and all this pollution. And um, so what what's interesting is um, you, you do. Um, so Car Kenny is a mobility as a service platform. So tell us what mass is and how it's transforming the future of mobility. Absolutely. Thanks for that question. I would say us as a whole, we are a, we're building a future of mobility. And the two legs that I mentioned is one is telematics. We have a platform on the market today on the app store under Car Kenny. And essentially what I like to call it is a ring doorbell type approach for your vehicle. So kind of have that same safety that you get from a ring doorbell for your vehicle. If you're a thousand miles away, you can see who's at your doorbell. You can talk to them, um, really kind of have some peace of mind there giving you that same peace of mind for your vehicle. We have that platform in the market today. To your question of mobility as a service, it's kind of what I mentioned earlier of accessibility in a one-stop platform. Mobility as a service combines all modes of transportation into one easy to use platform for users to book, plan, and pay for transportation and mobility needs all through one platform. So you can imagine, you know, one platform having Uber, Lyft, Lime Scooter, Bird Scooter, City Bike, uh, you know, other e e-bike providers, as well as rental cars. Then you got the mass transit providers like, you know, Metro here in LA or BART in San Francisco, MTA in New York City, et cetera. Um, so really give me the whole ecosystem so that you as a consumer, you don't really need to own a vehicle. Now, there's some pockets of America, I get it, you got, you got to own a vehicle. But if you're living in San Francisco or New York City, I mean, you really don't need to own a vehicle. Everything you need is right around you. So if, if you do want to take a longer trip, well, there's a zip car parked right outside your house. You can rent it for the day, or maybe you just want to ride down the street to the grocery store. You can walk or ride a bike. Um, so that's really what mobility as a service is, is one platform that really combines all modes of transportation for accessibility, as well as, again, it helps get vehicles off the road. Because if you don't need to own a vehicle, that's one less vehicles that's, you know, sitting there parked 80% of the time, as numbers say, that's one less bill you get to have, one, you know, one more peace of mind. Um, for you and your family, but still being able to take advantage of you know the mobility options out there. So that's in a nutshell what mobility as a service is. And again, some of the beacons are accessibility, environmentally friendly uh, mobility options, and then moving to towards a shared ecosystem versus kind of the personal ownership society we live in today. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, really interesting conversation. Um, and you know we're hearing these um, uh, X as a service platform. And it's really interesting to see the uh, what Car Kenny is doing, especially um, in terms of uh, safety, security, the environment, and um, incorporating into this um, future of mobility. Um, how can people contact you, follow you on social, and um, check out your website? Absolutely. Yeah, so our website is carkenny.com. We're, we're, we're currently going through a, a makeover. However, there's a lot of information right now on telematics and the, and the importance of vehicle security. But stay tuned. We're, we're going to be, you know, launching our mobility as a service platform here soon. It's going to give you a lot of data on the, the benefits of mobility as a service, even if, you know, you're just taking pieces of individual te uh, technologies or transformation or uh, transportation service providers like a mass transit only or Uber only. Um, 
that platform is coming soon. A lot of information online that you can find at carkenny.com. You can also find us on the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our tag is Car Kenny Inc. Inc. Um, you, you can find us there. My personal pages is really where you, uh, I spend a lot of my time. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. It's my last name, B-U-R-K-S, and then it's K-K-01. Uh, that's my ad, B-U-R-K-S, K-K-01. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook there. And then finally, most importantly, you can find us on the App Store. You know, the, the Car Kenny app is on the App Store now under Car Kenny. Um, we have a seven-day free trial, so you can go around, play around, add your vehicle to see exactly what some of that vehicle accessibility, you know, you can get now, like unlock your vehicle remotely, check your GPS location, check your vehicle health status. Um, so yeah, between those platforms, you know, social media, our website, and then on the app store, I think your users should be able to find us, your your, your listeners. Yeah, you should find it everywhere. And um, in, with that, you know, be sure to check out uh, Kenny's um, resources. They'll be in the links and show notes. Be sure to check out carkenny.com, see how uh, the company is transforming the future of mobility. And uh, with that, thanks so much, Kenneth. And um, it was a very interesting conversation about the future of tech and uh, mobility. Absolutely. Thank you. And I look forward to you know, coming back here soon and actually you know showing you what we built. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece Wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.